0: Upper last year, that's 2020 and 2020 and 2019, I've been repairing DVDs, I've been repairing plasma TVs, refrigerators, touch lights and lots more for people without being taught.
1: This is John Osaney. At the age of 15, he
0: developed a passion for repairing things. The torches the torchlight is not working. Oh, I I think I know what was happening. I'll use my tongue to test the battery. Oh, there's no current. It's not burning me. Oh, it's not feeling me. And I'll, I'll look for another battery, put it. It's more like just prediction. Finally, I was able to repair a lot more stuff. I repaired the refrigerators. A refrigerator and washing machine for just 200 Naira, right?
1: It was a passion his parents could not understand, but they couldn't imagine what would become of it.
0: The time last day, my dad was like, what have we even seen in what you are doing? What have we seen? i was like just calm down calm down wait for that time until the, the day i was i wired i think i wired one million or something his account or something <laughs> and he was like wow wait, is, is this how it's kind of is this how it's
1: kind of so easy or something you went from your, your dad went from asking you what is the purpose of what you're doing what's the use to, to collecting a lot to money. collecting one million naira from you. Tell you how did that make you feel i was happy like i was like God, I think I'm, I'm on the right path. So how exactly did John's childhood passion for repairing things transform him from a misunderstood teenager to one who now supports his family financially? This is a story of unusual passion and dedication at a very young age. It is the story of a boy from humble Nigerian beginnings, who is now set to take the world by storm. Welcome to The Climb Podcast where we tell extraordinary stories of the African youth.
0: My name is John Oseni, and um, I'm one of the top 100 child prodigies in the world, a developer, and entrepreneur. I first heard about John Useni in
1: 2022, when he was named by the government of the United Arab Emirates as one of the world's 100 child geniuses. Now, for a 17-year-old boy from Akure, a city in southwest Nigeria, this was quite a feat, and I knew I had to hear more. So I reached out to John and he agreed to speak with me. I started by asking him about his family and
0: how it all began. Uh, my dad is a professor. My mom was a postal manager before she retired. But, um, you know, Nigeria, they are not paying them salary. Even if they are paying my dad's salary, I kind of half. I don't even think they've paid him right now. Well, it's... Well, when i say we are not financially buoyant meaning we're okay right but we're not okay right why because then we used to um my parents would do anything to just make their children to be all right because um then we lend money here and there yeah there, and like lending of money and more so it's it's crazy right uh when you grow in that type of house although we had a house we have a car we are all right my dad is a pastor too so. but it's just that we were not we're not very very okay like impressionable boys his age
1: john told me he wanted to be a soldier this was because he attended a secondary school run by the military command day secondary school in akure and he loved seeing the uniforms of the soldiers there But his somewhat amusing dreams of being a soldier took a turn in 2019 when some persons
0: visited his school. When I was in command, I think 2020 or 2019, actually some people came to command, to come and showcase Arduino, hardware, programming, and everything. So that was when I became inspired. Then I went to learn more. And um, when I started learning more, that was when I started having questions. And when you start having questions like that, man, I think you're becoming a genius. When you start asking yourself questions and you're working towards seeing the results, seeing the execution, what is the what is the answer to this?
1: John's quest for answers and his passionate interest in what these visitors to his school had to say caught their attention and he was rewarded.
0: After the presentation in school, the kind of combined some kids together. I was, I was one of them of the children. So they, they asked us question. Then me and the girl came first. Then they were to give us a price. I don't know if they forgot or they didn't forget. So I went to look for them because where they were staying was not far from my house. So when I went there they gave me two books and a bag. Right, as more like their customized brand that's for TME education. So it was TME education that came to our school. Transfer Multisort electronic.
1: But John wasn't just going to settle for two books and a bag. He
0: wanted more and he wasn't afraid to wax. So after then, I met him. How can I get into programming? Because I really, really wanted to go into programming and I didn't have a laptop. My parents were like, we are still looking for money, you are telling me you want to get the laptop, who does that?
1: According to the World Economic Forum, almost 80% of children across Africa do not have access to a household computer, with greater numbers unable to afford what it takes to acquire digital skills and in 2019 john found himself in this exact position unable to afford a computer and equally unable to pay to learn programming but rather than giving up he came up with a very brilliant
0: idea then i was supposed to pay money but i didn't pay why because if you were the one i was supposed to pay you money but i come early in the morning Like my passion, my drive. You saw my passion, my drive. Your generator, you give me money. I go buy for point the gen, clean it, make sure everything is all right. The tables, I clean it. If there's an event, I'm always present. Like the passion, the drive, and everything. At least I was not just sitting down there to contribute to myself. I was contributing to both you and me. So, and I was also teaching for you, although those people were paying money to learn. So essentially, you started working for free just to get knowledge. Just to get knowledge and referrals. All the jobs I have today are referrals.
1: So do you think think that volunteering,
0: you would say, was the key to your breakthrough? Very, very key. Before you can go up, right, you need to lay low because this life is more like a pyramid. And it was true that their laptop, I was able to work for someone to get my first laptop. Hmm. Right? So... I was contributing to them by running some little errands like generators, cleaning up the place and I was using their laptop so I was contributing to them to them I was able to get my own and from that I was able to get more I was able to get more so my own mindset is contribute to others even if you're not there make sure you have a work that when you later tell people I work for these people they will not be able to say anything
1: so essentially you were working for them yeah and exactly. using their laptop exactly. to learn skills exactly. that made you who you are that made me learn. incredible
0: and having access to more people too so
1: so from using their computers you got your first job I got my first and job, then you were able to get money to buy your own, my computer, own laptop and then you left them
0: <laughs> 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 kidding me i have to not like you know that uh, well, well i still know them and yeah. we talk a lot but you know levels has changed of course everyone has and to grow of course you can't tell me i'm not going to be under you for life yes but all i know is i've really, really contributed and you know that i contributed to you
1: so by volunteering his time and dedicating himself for free to this organization that visited his school John had gained access to the computer his parents could not afford to buy him, and he had equally acquired skills to fuel his passion, and things just took up from there.
0: From leaving them, I started working for people. There was a time I started working for over 16 to 17 startups, right? But some people were like, shut up, you're capping. Even me said I'm a senior developer, I can't do that. Nobody can do that. So people were telling me I'm a liar. Moreover, my age, you know that people would be like, it's a liar, Joe. That guy is a liar. He's just lying all over the internet. I was like, "Oh, okay, no problem." But if you check my GitHub, the organizations damn, damn, damn him already. You know that? Oh, come on, this guy has really, really done a lot. Cause I have lots of organizations on my GitHub. Talk about the ones I've contributed outside so uh imagine working to 16 to 17 startups so i've contributed to a lot of people that i could always come back in the future and say you know i work for these people i work for this person i work for this person before and I, my mentality now changed to entrepreneurship so right now i i do coding but i don't do the most coding right because i have to think of the technical aspect then i just get developers to work for me if there's an issue i review your code
1: So in just two years, John had gone from being a 15-year-old who had no access to a computer to now at the age of 17 becoming a tech entrepreneur and an employer of others. But things were about to get even better. In February 2022, John was invited to Dubai to be awarded as one of the world's 100 child prodigies. Tell me about your trip to Dubai when you were um, ah. invited to be awarded as one oh, of the God. top 10 <laughs> protégés.
0: in the world. So I was
1: happy. Start from the start. Hey, good. How did they inform you? Did they send you an email? Did somebody reach out to you? Yes. Tell me from there. Just explain. Just tell me the whole story. I first
0: got, I first got an email. First, when I got the email, so we you had to have a ceremony in Dubai, there's your visa. Yo, they sent me my visa. It was an e visa. They sent me my my visa, my travel insurance. I had the passport. I just thank God I had the passport and everything I needed. My ticket. I was like Jesus Christ. I first went to church actually because that day we we're supposed to go to church. So all the money in my pocket, I withdraw like I oh I withdraw one hundred and fifty thousand. I put it inside envelope. I just put it inside <laughs> So when 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 like the day I was supposed to travel, they took me to the airport. It's like jesus christ jesus christ far going people are going then for me so when i go to dubai i moved around i tricked i trekked up and down just to see how everything was in the day of my award, I was i was i was feeling fulfilled right because i told myself something john this these are some people's dream that you are living so I imagine one of the rulers would buy presented me an award so i was like oh man john you are blue <laughs> so it's 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 kind of i uh, really it's ah the was it was fun and um and do you know if do you know who
1: recommended you or how did they find out about I you i don't
0: even know i don't i don't know at all i'm gonna lie to you most of these things are meals people are watching that, that's what i'm gonna say people are really really watching and um you know,
1: at the point in time when you went to Dubai, um, the Dubai government and Nigerian was uh, were facing this more challenge in regards to yeah. visa issues and Nigerians. Exactly. How did it feel like being a Nigerian going to Dubai and being given that respect, seeing what was happening on the other end? People even compared me.
0: People were like, some courtiers starts fighting. Some Nigerian some Nigerian went to Dubai to go fight. Another Nigerian is going to the to go and collect a I felt fulfilled, I felt, I felt happy to be able to represent Nigeria, i Africa and let people know that there are more people like me in Nigeria, Nigeria is not only about scammers, because I knew people were not commenting, so we don't have, it's not only your boys that are in Nigeria, we have lots of people that are making, and I was happy, why, because I, I was able to use my story to tell the world that Nigeria is a place for geniuses we have lots of genius geniuses there so it's i was able and i was happy that i was able to put nigeria on the map wonderful i was very happy i can imagine
1: speaking to john had been a most remarkable experience for me and i was truly inspired but just when i thought there was nothing more to know about this remarkable young man I got to find out that for some time now, this boy whose parents could not afford to buy him a laptop to pursue his passions is now buying laptops for other young Nigerians to help them pursue their own tech dreams. What about your buying laptops for people now?
0: How did that start and what made you want to go into that? I just just wanted to um, help out people and... um so the first the first person i got a laptop for right he reached out to me i was like begging he reached out to me he has been reaching out to me he has been messaging me for weeks weeks into months three months he has been messaging me boss please i know you'll reply me one day please just help me help me for three months i was like oh damn i think this person really really needs me right and i replied to the person and i collected his account number I sent him one hundred fifty thousand to get a laptop. So from there, I saw some other people. I didn't post about it. I'm not, I'm not ready to go and be posting. I bought this and No, I'm not ready for that. And I told the person not to post it. But in the future, when he's telling his story, we surely say John he bought me my first laptop. <laughs> right. So I told him to not post. Most of the people I bought for, I told them not to post anything about that. But when they are telling their stories, they will know that it's John Ossini. They have got them their pieces. Do you intend to keep doing that going ah, forward? Yeah, definitely. I've gotten for over 50 plus people now and I will still keep on getting for more.
1: At the age of 17, John Oseni is now on the road to living his dreams. And by mentoring others and buying laptops for so many others, he's bringing along so many other young people with him. That's quite a feat for someone who hasn't even attained the age of 18. I ended our chat by asking him what he would say to many other aspiring young people like him. And I also asked him if he had any regrets so far in his young and interesting life, to which he gave me a very interesting
0: response. I don't have regrets. The only regret I wish I started earlier, earlier than this but I, I will tell people out there how early you are you're, you're not you're i, I not wish i wish i started early man <laughs> i wish i started early. well i keep on telling people right don't give up just keep on pushing no matter how it's gonna break you don't let other people pull you down just believe in what you believe in and um just keep on walking, and just keep on walking. just keep pushing it's gonna work out trust me it's really really going to work out and i'll tell them i'll actually advise their parent if your child want to do this please allow them because if you force them into what they don't want is the parents the parents is going to tell on the child but the parents are really going to feel it so that's what i'm going to say just keep on grinding let's keep on grinding Just keep on grinding thank you very much john It's been wonderful talking to you. It's really wonderful talking to you too.
1: This episode of The Climb Podcast was hosted and edited by Jewel Attitude Bright. Special thanks to John Ossini for allowing us tell his story. The Climb Podcast is a podcast collaboration between the channel's media group and the Feroz Lalshi
0: Institute for Africa at the London School of Economics and Political Science. Thank you for listening.